Hi, how are you? You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging when bits I was pregnant of parenting. With my daughter, seven I'm years Siobhan ago, Hunt. A friend told me she had a doula when she had her baby. And at the time, I remember thinking that firstly, my friend must have a lot of money. I couldn't imagine employing someone to be with me through my pregnancy. And I was also pretty skeptical. What was a doula? I was confused about how much medical experience they had, what was their purpose, and why you would need one if you had a partner to help you through labor. I still don't know a lot about what a doula does, so I have got someone here who does. Hannah Darlin is a professor at the School of Nursing and Midwifery at Western Sydney University. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Hi. So what is a doula? So a doula, it's a Greek term, and it means a woman who serves. That's that's what it comes from. And look, to be very honest, I think doulas have existed throughout history. I think in olden times, the doula was also the midwife. But today, what a doula is, is someone who has some training, but not medical training. So this is what's really important to know. So they have training in comfort and massage. They have training in understanding kind of the processes of what women will go through. And they accompany them. Now, sometimes that's in pregnancy, they meet with them a couple of times and they get to know them. And then they're there for the birth. Sometimes more and more doulas are being employed just for postnatal. And now we have death doulas. And these are doulas who go to the home when people people are dying. So that's another. And there's a whole bunch of criticism over whether they should use the term doula. But but essentially, they're non-clinical support people. And they provide comfort and massage and encouragement. And they are in a world where many women won't have continuity of care and won't know their provider. They are that continuous presence of someone who they know. And the research tells us that doulas definitely reduce cesarean section rate. And women are very much more satisfied if they have a doula. Now, if you have a midwife like you did who provided continuity of care throughout, that kind of works the same way. But having said that, even in home births that I attend, where I know the women so well, all through their pregnancy, all through the birth and six weeks postnatal, I still work with doulas. And it's a really lovely team because we have different skills and it's great having somebody else that can put the pool up and, and someone else who can get the wheat pack. And so, you know, they're, they're just, and they're also, doulas are often really fantastic for the partner. So it's really important we don't forget the partner and they will explain things to them and they'll check that they're eating and they're drinking and they're okay. So, And sometimes doulas also get involved in making sure the other children, if they're going to be at a birth, are also okay. Is there any training that goes into being a doula and is it even regulated in that way? Yeah, so this is a really good question. So there are doula training colleges. There are doula training courses. They all vary. There are no standards. There are no requirements as to, you know, how many births do you need to attend? What's the kind of, there's no tests, no exams. So there is huge variation because they're not clinicians and they're not registered and regulated. There hasn't been that um there hasn't been that sort of um, oversight and consistency. So there are certainly the ability to get that, but it varies from as much as a one-week online course to a one-year attend several births course. So I would actually say to women, find out from your doulas, did they get training? And there are people who call themselves doulas that haven't even been trained. Did they get training? What was it like? How long was it? Because that will give you an idea as to how much knowledge they have. And I'd also want to know how many births that 
births they'd been yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, they're not catching the babies and they're not doing the clinical stuff. But you do want to make sure that they're comfortable in the birth space because mm. if they're not comfortable, then that's that's a massive problem for you. Yeah. Is do we? I mean, I guess if it's not regulated, you probably can't answer this question. But do we know if it's expensive? Because that was one yeah. of my first thoughts. It's like, it's not. It's not really, and it ranges, and it all depends whether you go for an intensive package or whether you go just for the birth, whether you do just postnatal. But it's not a. You know, my understanding is it can range from a few hundred dollars to a couple of thousand. But it really depends on what package. And all doulas charge their own rates. And I know there's lots of negotiation. The one thing I would say, and we're doing a lot of research on this now, um, I get concerned now is the more and more doulas are stepping into being the supporters at home birth and without a midwife. And that concerns us because that is free birth because free birth is where there is not a registered health professional at birth. So it's really important that mid- the women realize the doulas are not midwives, and so doulas should not be the primary care provider making clinical decisions and providing clinical care, but they're a wonderful support, and um, I'm a huge fan of doulas. Can you explain a bit about what they do postpartum? Because um, obviously there's a the support leading up to a birth and the labour itself, having that support sounds wonderful. I must admit, I love the idea of a postpartum doula, oh, yes. but tell me, what, what do they do? And how, if you employ someone to be there for that period, how often can you expect to see them? I mean, again, you're asking a question where there's such variation. So I can tell you very clearly that as a midwife, I do an hour um, of postnatal care um, for the first four days. And then I ring them on the fifth day. And then on the sixth day, I weigh the baby. And then I come back at week two. And week, you know, I can tell you that. But with doulas, it's negotiated with a woman. So they may come for a few hours. They may come every day. They may come for a couple of days. But they will do so they may sit and chat to the woman. They might give her a little bit of advice around breastfeeding. Some doulas are also, um, you know, like They've, they've done lactation courses and things, so they've got other skill sets. But they may also help her, and they may do a bit of washing up, and they may, you know, help her with the children. They may, you know, bring in a, a load of washing. So it's quite diverse. I, I don't know if people are aware, but in the Netherlands, you actually get given a maternity worker. They're called a maternity worker, which is sort of like a doula, but even more trained, who lives in the house with you for the first eight days. Stop. I know. Those Netherlands. Those Netherlands people have got it right, haven't they? And they, 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 they do. They cook, they clean, they make sure the mother's eating well. They help her with the breastfeeding. They, you know, it's it's phenomenal. The government sees being a mother so important that they pay for this person. Every woman gets them. And there's the, all women now looking. How, can uh, I go and have can I move to give the birth in the Netherlands? <laughs> and can I get this service straight away? <laughs> yeah. And look, to be very honest, we have absolutely done wrong by women when it comes to postnatal care. We've gone, oh, pregnancy is such high risk. And oh, the birth, you know, we need all this intense technology. Whoops, the baby's out. It's all natural. Well, you know, we've got women, we've got significant amounts of women with postnatal depression, struggling with isolation. We've got parenting issues. If, if we don't make that first few weeks and months of being a mother well supported, the way that mother, their mother's that child then is having an impact on the future. So we have to invest in postnatal care and postnatal doulas are becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Well, I'm going to give you that uh, responsibility, Hannah. Uh, good luck with the government. <laughs> On that one, 
I'll be there. I'll, I'll be the first one to sign the change.org petition <laughs> to have uh, postnatal doulas to every woman in Australia. Sounds wonderful. Oh, crikey. <laughs> Hannah, thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. That's Professor Hannah Darlin. She's from the School of Nursing and Midwifery at Western Sydney University. And for more information about those doula training courses so you can see um, what people are coming out of these colleges with, we'll put links in the episode notes. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.